It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Thursday, January 7th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. While President Trump encouraged a mob of his fanatic supporters who had stormed the United States Capitol on Wednesday, several of his top aides began to scramble. Their mission, according to three sources familiar with the matter, was to try to convince senior White House staffers and cabinet secretaries to stay in the administration, if only for the night. The effort has not been completely successful. Stephanie Grisham, the chief of staff to the First Lady, and the former White House communications director, quit hours after the insurrection. So did Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews and Deputy National Security Advisor Matt Pottinger. Several other senior officials, including National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien and Deputy Chief of Staff Chris Liddell, said they were considering quitting on the spot after news broke that a person involved in Wednesday's events at the Capitol had died as a result of a gunshot wound. Trump aides and GOP power brokers, including Senator Mitch McConnell, asked the officials to remain in their posts for at least another day. Just hours following an extraordinary attack on the Capitol building by Trump supporters, the Senate rejected a bid to block President-elect Biden's win in Arizona late Wednesday after several shocked Republican lawmakers abandoned their effort to challenge the election results. The 93-6 vote, in favor of certifying Biden's win in the state, came after Senator Kelly Loeffler, who lost her re-election bid to Democrat Raphael Warnock in Georgia on Tuesday, backtracked on her vow to object. Loeffler said the day's events had, quote, forced her to reconsider, and she could no longer object, quote, in good conscience. Congress was in the middle of certifying the votes for Biden when the Capitol went into lockdown and lawmakers were evacuated amid gunfire, broken windows, and bouts of tear gas. Vice President Pence reconvened Congress just after 8 p.m., telling the mob that, quote, violence never wins. Horrified and outraged, House Democrats are organizing a push to remove President Trump from office after he incited the violent storm of his extremist supporters onto the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. Democratic Representatives David Cicilline and Ted Lowe Members of the House Judiciary Committee are circulating a letter among committee colleagues to send to Vice President Pence, urging him to invoke the 25th Amendment. Under the amendment, Pence and a majority of cabinet officers could remove Trump from office on the basis that he is unable to do his job. The letter states that Trump is, quote, not mentally sound and is still unable to process and accept the results of the 2020 election. Speaking from his Capitol Hill office Wednesday night, Cicilline told the Daily Beast that, should Pence decline to remove Trump, he and his colleagues would push for impeachment immediately. The woman shot dead as a mob of MAGA extremists violently stormed the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday has been identified by her family as an Air Force vet who was an outspoken supporter of President Trump. 
An independent San Diego news outlet named the woman as Ashley Babbitt, a San Diego resident who is said to have served 14 years in the military. Her husband, who was not identified in the report, described her as an avid Trump supporter. The two are said to own a business together in California, though he did not travel with her to D.C. Babbitt's mother-in-law was quoted as telling the D.C. Fox affiliate that she had no idea why the woman decided to join the protest. The Wall Street Journal reported late Wednesday that a woman was shot by Capitol Police after breaching barricades to storm the building. According to authorities, three others died from medical emergencies during the riots. Their names have not been released. As violent chaos unfolded Wednesday inside the U.S. Capitol, rioters fueled by President Trump's election conspiracies, otherwise known as lies, clashed with cops at legislative buildings across the country. Armed militia members gathered outside the Georgia Capitol building, just as the pro-Trump protesters entered the U.S. House and Senate chambers. According to reports, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, the most recent subject of the president's pressure campaign to overturn the results of the election, was evacuated with senior staff members. Rioters also stormed the State House in Kansas, reportedly moving inside the first floor of the Topeka Capitol's rotunda before gathering in a circle. In St. Paul, Minnesota, a mob entered the state capitol building and banged on the door of the House Press Gallery. At least a thousand rioters also gathered at the state capitol building in Phoenix, Arizona, where some in the crowd reportedly brought a guillotine. Police were ill-prepared and made fateful mistakes that allowed a pro-Trump rally to morph into an unprecedented and horrifying invasion of the Capitol. Experts told the Daily Beast that the mob's breach of the building after President Trump exhorted them to, quote, fight like hell to overturn the election, could have been avoided with some basic policing protocols. Retired NYPD Deputy Chief Thomas Graham, former commanding officer of the Department's Civil Disorder Unit, said, quote, this was a piss-poor planning performance. They were not prepared for whatever reason. Americans watching on television saw rioters, some armed, burst through barricades, pepper spray Capitol Police, smash windows, pound on doors, and ransack offices. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 